Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to keep you plugged in to the world of professional wrestling. Uh, I'm your ho- I'm your co-host Keeney, and I'm joined as always by Fisher and Krusty. Hello. Hey, glad to have you with us. Yeah, so I think this week we'll kick off with the biggest talking point um, of the past week, as there's been no major pay-per-views or anything. So, Krusty, I know you wanted to to mention this one. So, why don't you uh, go ahead? Yeah, so on Raw, we um, we had Big E turn up, which uh, was a bit of a surprise, uh, a pleasant one. Um, and then we had some teasers of him um, sort of thrusting the, belt, uh, the briefcase in front of um, Lashley. And um, towards the end of the night, we, we obviously had Orton versus uh, Lashley, which was a fantastic match. Really enjoyed it. I thought yeah, it was, it was really um, awesome, great. We had loads of signature RKOs, which is which is what everybody loves. And then, um, surprise, surprise, here, here comes Big E. It was almost too obvious that it was going to happen, that I didn't think it was going to happen. And then here comes Big E with his cash-in. Um, successful, which I'm very pleased to get about. I didn't want another strange... Um, money in the bank cash in um, scenario that we've had for the last few years. Um, so I yeah. thought it was absolutely great. I can't say I was completely convinced with the way Lashley hurt his leg. It just sort of seemed a bit like he'd forgotten about it and then went, oh, my leg. But I like the fact that they had a small match before he then cashed in. It wasn't just a sneak up, hit him in the head with it and then pin him. It was um, quite convincing and enjoyable. But yeah, really, really excited to see what Big E is going to do. I think he's going to bring the fun aspect to the title, but you can also back it up with the wrestling and the power. So you're not going to, uh, it's not one of those superstars where you think he's not going to back it up in the ring and um, he's going to cheat all the time or um, he's really convincing, even though he's quite a fun, playful character. So yeah, really excited about this. Yeah, same here. I I think I agree with you. Though I think it got to a point where I thought that this is too like he's he announced it on Twitter before the show, and then he's he said and not just announced it, he said I'm going to cash in tonight, and then he said it multiple times throughout the show, and I just thought is this this is too much? Like surely, but then I guess that's how you want a baby face to approach it. But like I don't think I've ever seen it ram down our throat as much as this before a cash in. I've never seen anything so signposted throughout a show and even before the show like say on twitter um but i've i've got 
well, one great thing about this, and there's loads of great things. Obviously, Big E as champion is amazing, and I just hope he has a good run with it. Um, but what's also great as well, it's the first time it's ever been. Um, uh, uh, what am I gonna say? <laughs> first time there's ever been. It's ever changed hands between two black people. Uh, the, the main title, which is which is a good thing for wrestling um, and WWE. So that, I, I think that was a big moment as well. Um, I know it's been highlighted a lot on Twitter, but yeah, I I, I thought this was. Oh, I personally, I, I would have liked it to be more of a surprise. I'd have liked, I I don't know, maybe Biggie not to announce himself for Raw. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine a pop if they had that match? And then Biggie's music, come on! Like, I think that would have been. I think it would have been good, great. but I also like the fact that they haven't really done this before. Um, it's always a surprise, but I suppose it almost. Um, reinforces his assertiveness and power as yeah. champion that the fact that he said I am going to cash in and I am going to take that belt we don't really have that even with the huge cash-ins I can remember such as like Seth and things like that it was a real surprise um so as much yeah. as I'd have loved the surprise for that element of it I think it really backs up um his claim to be the champion yeah, yeah. I, I think it um it depends money and bank cash-ins and how they're done very much depend on the character that's holding it. And I, I think it suited Big E to do it in the way that he did it. You know, he announced it on Twitter, but I, I don't think they needed to necessarily announce it on Twitter before because it just showed up on Raw. But obviously they did that as a ratings ploy to try and get people to watch, which I do understand. Um, mm. And so then that made more people try. Well, it didn't because the viewing figures come out and not, not as many people watch Raw, but um, that was the idea. And then obviously at the start of Raw opened with Big E, straight away, which kind of surprised me, had the segment, which I thought was a good opening first segment. And again, he reiterated, I plan on cashing in whoever, you know, whoever's champion. And Riddle was kind of saying, oh, don't, uh, if it's Randy, don't, you know, cash in on my pal yeah, and stuff. Um, and then obviously, I, I, I kind of assumed, obviously, that, that Lashley would beat Orton anyway. Um, the only thing I thought they could do was maybe he'll make it a triple threat. And pin Orton and then you wouldn't have Lashley lose and then they'd do the one-on-one at the pay-per-view that was the one thing I thought they may end up doing but they actually yeah. I actually preferred the way they did it which was Lashley and Orton had a full match a really good main event and then you got the beat Lashley got carried away afterwards kind of tried to do a beat down hurt himself in the process which I do agree with Krusty it was a little bit odd the way he hurt himself but it's kind of protects Lashley in defeat he'd already yeah. had a match as well and then Biggie delivered, and they had to deliver on it. I, I think if they teased all that and didn't, yeah. it would have been absolutely awful for WWE if they didn't, especially as Biggie is such a beloved wrestler. I mean, I've never seen such an outpouring on Twitter from you see it from fans when there's someone popular, but from fellow wrestlers, I've never seen anything like it. People say, you know, about time. And this isn't just WWE colleagues in the new day. And you mm. know, there's people from AEW, people who used to be in WWE. All over yeah. the place. It seems people very much respect Big E. Um, and I just thought it was a wonderful moment. And it's just now, how does WWE book it going forward? Hopefully, they they book it well. They do sometimes struggle with babyface champions to, to book them strong. But I think they did do a good job overall with Drew McIntyre with the Raw title. So hopefully... We're going to get some good stuff. The new day. He can, can be really in play it. the crowd. That's really where he's going to really shine, especially now we've got fans back. Yeah, yeah. and he's, and he's got the size so as well, isn't he? He's, he's a big guy, so he's got 
like that's he, why he I love him. That's one of the reasons I love him. You know what I'm like for a yeah. big guy. I'm, I'm but not he, he isn't man. necessarily playing like you know like you know going into matches as the underdog like they do sometimes no. with babyface champions. He's no. like Daniel Bryan and stuff in the past. He's like dominant. It was be. believable, wasn't it, against Lashley? It's, it's yeah. believable that he could beat him and sort of square up to him with the power factor. Um, and I, I just think this is another great example of the period of time we're in as wrestling fans where WWE have made this call because of the AW impact. I, I think that's a big factor as to why they pulled. I think this was always the plan, but I thought they'd wait till the draft and then draft him to Raw and done something a bit more conventional. Whereas this, I think, is just because there's no reason to big for Big E to be there, really. Like this is just him turning up and winning the title. He is a SmackDown superstar. Um, so I, I think they've pulled the trigger early. And that it's, it's I just I'm a bit skeptical of WWE because I'm not quite sure whether they know what they're doing next with Big E. For like they've they've pushed this early and now and now it's yeah. the, the after the after bit is is is, is a big thing. I want to see yeah. how he does as champion. He's got challenges, you know, you could throw well obviously Lashley is gonna be his first one, but AJ, Omos, um, you know, you could throw Riddle or Orton against him, you can throw uh, I guess you could throw Drew, but it's I think we're going to. I much. think we'll get Goldberg. Some, I think we'll get Goldberg at some point. Yeah, Goldberg, and I'm really intrigued, and I really want to see in the future a uh, New Day turn on Big E or Big E turn I, on. New I Day. don't want to see the turn. I just want to see a match between them. Yeah, yes, well, they don't yeah. have to turn. I want no, to see. You're, you're, you are right, actually. They the way, the dynamic of the trio. They could just have a match between them all at, at WrestleMania, which would be yeah. such a great main event. I think it'd be brilliant because I think I think they've done a good job with Xavier Woods over the past few weeks of giving him singles matches, making him look good without Kofi and Big E. Because we've not yeah. seen that from Xavier too much. Kofi had his run. This is Big E's moment. But Xavier, like, quietly is having a little singles, a small singles push. Yeah, um, and I mean, they, I mean, you look at the um, the dominance they had, the New Day in the gauntlet match just a week before as well. Yeah. Um, you know, they were pushed so strong as a team and you, you're making them too look really, really good as well. And I think that leads to really good possibilities, what you could do with, with Big E as champion and then the New Day behind them. You can do a feud. I'd love to see the Hurt Business reunite and do a six-man feud there where you could do, um, obviously, Big E v Lashley for the title. But adding to that, you can also do um, Shelton and Cedric if they did re, re, um, come back with the Hurt Business against the new day you can do yeah. you know i think i don't i don't see that i i, I don't i, I don't see it Shelton and cedric in 24 7 time that shows another, where they're, they're, they're unfortunately you're right um yeah. i'd also like to see um i think we will see raymond reigns and biggie go at it at survivor series um potentially yeah. they could set that up i think that's going to be set up soon because um obviously we are going to the uk tour next week for smackdown and uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos aren't advertised for that tour because they're going on. They're going to be on Raw um, mm. next week, apparently. Yeah. Um, obviously, Drew Drew is not going to be on Raw because he's and Jinder. But I don't think anyone would really care about Jinder. To be fair to him, um, but they're going to be on the SmackDown um, European tour, and I think the um, Roman and the Usos are replacing them on Raw next week. Um, and I think we. I think we'll see a segment between Roman Reigns and Big E next week. Yeah, well, they have done that on SmackDown. Very small. You yeah, know, mainly with Paul Heyman. But, and but Big it's e. just mainly Big e laughing with the... And so there's always been that that little 
um, kind of thing in the back of your mind? Is he going to cash in on Roman? And I think they've definitely done the right thing with how they've done it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the cash in on Roman could have been bad for both sides because we don't want Roman to drop the belt. Well, Roman's way, Roman's way too strong. Like, I just yeah. don't, I just, even, even, even after a match beat up, I can't believe Big E can cash in and beat him. I, I, that's how strong I think he is of Emmett Roman. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially with the backup and support he's got. So, yeah, definitely. The, I think it was time for Lashley to drop the belt. Yeah, I he had a good run. Reign. I think his reign but, deserves respect. But, um, yeah, 100%. Yeah, but he definitely has forgotten. started to drag out. We were getting similar matches all the time. Um, and I, I feel the buzz of him and MVP's promos was starting to tail off as well. And I loved that. It's ever, ever since the Hurt Business have been were together, and after, I've absolutely loved the promos they cut, but I'm starting to lose interest. So 100% think it was the right time to to um, to do this cash-in and yeah. get Big to, to change the big promos we're getting to a more face approach. I think the um, another key thing as well of Lashley losing the title is there was always that hint that we're going to get another Goldberg match. When We talked a couple of weeks ago about the promo that he cut about coming after Lashley and it not being about the title, which was key yeah. in that promo. Yeah. I felt because now we know why he said that. Um, yeah. And obviously he said it's about taking his soul or whatever he said when I said he sounded like the undertaker. Yeah. So we're going um, to, so I think we're going to get golden Meg Lashley in I'm Saudi Arabia. I'm quite happy to look forward to that. Now it's not because the title. there's no title. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what, that, that was going to be my point is now there's not a title on the line. I can just Sorry, enjoy fish. that for what it is. No, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's great. It's great. We're on the same page. Um, slipped in there. <laughs> it's just great we can enjoy now. I mean, I don't enjoy Goldberg that much anyway, but at least now I haven't got to think of, oh my God, he's going to win the title, isn't he? You know, if he beats Go- if he beats Lashley in a match, that's yeah, fine. I want like- a jackhammer, a good jackhammer on Lashley, which obviously Lashley will take most of that. He's going to be the power behind that by holding himself up. Yeah, I, w- I want that to happen. Um it will make up for the Undertaker absolute blunder they had a few years ago. Yeah, one of the worst um, matches ever. Yeah, yeah. it would. So, I, I, I think actually can carry him. So yeah, let's have a real good match. Probably could. I just have one last point on Big E, and it's just an air of caution. I, I get he's got a silly side. I just think they need I, they need to show his serious side a bit more. Uh, now he's champion. Like, I, I made notes on Raw for every time he appeared on the show, Big E. And I was like... He's, he's being silly. He's being silly again. He's being silly again. Like he's going to be champion end of the night. He's got to show something serious. You know, he didn't show too much seriousness throughout the show. And I, I, I completely understand that's his character. And I want him to keep being silly, but he has to get serious when he needs to get serious. And I haven't seen I think that. He did on the cash in, didn't he? I, I think the fact that he tweeted before, come in the yeah. first segment, and basically in the first segment, he didn't do a lot other than say. I'm going to cash in, by the way, and then delivered on it is a serious. Yeah, actually, no, the first segment is actually the one where I thought he was all right. But I, I was trying to think back to his singles run on SmackDown when he was the United uh, United States is it, no Intercontinental Champ, and there were points when he, I, I'm sure he won't do this now, but he was sat on a sofa with his feet in a bloody foot spa during during matches as champ, and I was like, "What's what's this?" I I don't think like, they I don't think they're going to do that. that, but they I yeah. want to see. I know he can be serious, and I think. Because when he first came into WWE, he was very serious, like a dominant force. And oh, he was he was Dolph Ziggler's enforcer. He needs to show that because Kofi did it when he was champion. Kofi showed serious sides to him. So that's the only error of caution I have on Big E as champ. 
make him a bit more serious when it comes to like big build up to big matches is, is all yeah. I would say. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I noted a few times. I think we will get that with him with the belt because they take, they book whoever has the belt quite serious and strong. You yeah. haven't seen Lashley joking around. You haven't seen Roman joking around. You didn't see Drew joking around. You've seen it a bit more since he lost the title. But when he had yeah. the title, he was very serious. And I think they, they do book the champions fairly strong. I will say that. Even though a lot of the undercard booking is a bit all over the place, the champions, they do tend to, to tweet fairly well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the sure, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I just... Because I know Vince listens to this. I just... Vince, just... Just make sure you book him seriously. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, so, Fish, what, what, what did what did you take from Raw other than Biggie? Well, obviously that was the main talking point on the show, but there was one other. Um, I think there was one other thing on the show that really sort of stood out to me, and in both a positive and a negative way, in a sense. And I'll explain why in a minute. And that's um, the fuse that started between um, Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss. That's obviously splintered into a. Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler feud on the side of that as well, because Charlotte mm. was feuding with Nia and then had a match with Shayna. But, you know, I won't say much about the match itself between Shay- uh, Charlotte and Shayna, more about when Alexa came out afterwards. I thought the promo work from Alexa was amazing here. Really, genuinely, when she called her a narcissistic bitch or whatever she said, oh, so and the way good. she delivered it, I was like, you know, she sounds so like she's talking like a child. Like yeah. the, the language and the sincerity and the is is really really good she should be I, an actress Alexa Bliss she, she's very very good and I yeah. thought the promo work from Alexa particularly Charlotte did fine as well but from Alexa particularly was really really good and I was really into the segment but I will say I really didn't like and I get why they did, did it because it makes sense but I didn't like the Charlie doll thing and then her just binning it um at least though the doll didn't come to life or some stupid crap like that. Cause that really, that would have been my skid mark. If, if the doll winked when she put it in the bin <laughs> yeah. and they're like, Oh no, here we go. They're doing what they did with Lily. They've stopped doing that with Lily. Now it seems like she is just a doll. She's not doing stupid. Like, would you remember that yeah, second where Shayna, ba- Shayna Baszler was running backstage and the things kept falling on her and, and things. Yeah. And they're not, they've cut that out and I'm happy about that. But I just, why did Alexa, it's the women's title feud. And the feuding over her giving him a doll, I just thought it was a bit, yeah, a bit silly. I, I Even think, though the promo work was really good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I thought the promo was really good. I actually enjoyed both of them on promos, not just Alexa. I want to give Charlotte some Yeah, she was, well she was good too. But I, I think I actually didn't mind the doll stuff, only because it is what I expect Alexa's character to do. Like, Alexa, how she's been built and like her stuff with... Eve Marie went before and didn't she have something that, that was rubbish. for a while? That, that, no, it, it was rubbish, but Alexa's character has been very consistent. Alexa, Alexa knows her character. Yeah. Oh, so she's brilliant at playing it. As it well. completely fitted what I expected. And Charlotte's reaction fitted what I expected as well. So, I mean, it's, it's just painting my numbers, but I, to me, it all seemed to work for me. I, I had no real issues with I that. Am, uh, I am looking forward to the match. I will say that. Yeah, I, I do agree, though. If the... Um, Darwin started oh, coming to life because we know Alexa can wrestle really well. Well, she hit mm. her, didn't she hit like a Canadian destroyer on Charlotte here? Yeah, it looked like that. Yeah, d- you it, know, she, I, she I is, think it could be a good, really good match. I mean, Charlotte delivers, especially in big pay per view matches. And I, I mm. think Alexa, she doesn't wrestle often, so you forget it, but she can go in the ring. And that's the thing I want her to. I actually miss seeing her in ring. Yeah, 
that's what I don't like about this character. It's all promo. And I, I really like Alexa in ring. I remember always being really excited when she beat Becky. I thought that was an amazing match in that she's, table match. She's years been like ago. my uh, favorite women's wrestler back in she's her first back. her original run on SmackDown when yeah. she had the feud with Becky and then she had the thing with Mickey come in. And they were together. That stuff. That all that little, stuff. A was, little Mickey slip in there. I had to get it. I had to get it in. Every week we get. Every week we get a Mickey. <laughs> I, I always have to get a Mickey. Fan I, have to get a Mickey I have to get a Mickey reference in somewhere. But no, all that stuff was genuine. That was when she was great, and she was wrestling all the time. She was champion. That stuff was brilliant. I thought. And, I'm and really the stuff, looking forward to bringing it back. Let's not just have one match and then let her do some strange promos. I, I want some consistent feuds now for her. Well, I yeah. mean, if she if she wins the belt, you'll get that. But I I don't think she's winning the belt. Yeah, unfortunately, I, <laughs> that's kind of my prediction spoiler there. Yeah, I don't think she's winning it, which is why I'm worried. No, I, I, I don't think anyone really is. I, I have two things that could be issues, and well, not issues, but like one is that Extreme Rules and last year Extreme Rules they did some zombie match and all this stupid stuff, and they've done like. And I know it was during the pandemic time, so they had a bit more creative freedom. Well, yeah, that was where the eye for the eye match was as well, wasn't it? Was it eye for the eye? Now, I remember we did a swap match a couple of years back with Bray and Braun. So yeah. I want it to be just a match. I don't want them to think silly with it. And not well, like no, it will match. be an extreme rules match of sort. Because that Yeah, rules. That, that's fine. But as but, long as it's not... Yeah. But, but, but they can nonsense. take it backstage and then they can do all sorts of camera work and make it all funky, couldn't they? So that's one concern I have. Yeah, just same. just given the, the pay-per-view it's on it concerns me. Yeah, I and agree with you. I do agree with you. I also I I would love this match more if it wasn't a title match. I I I, I think this Alexa character, just like uh, the fiend, I don't think it should be near the title, personally. I would like to see Alexa because I, I the woman's roster on, on Raw with Nia, Shayna, um actually, is that it? <laughs> Who else is on Raw? That's but well, yeah. But anyway, there's there's enough women to go around that you can have a real Alexa Oscar feud. I mean, Oscar has been on TV for about two. I think months. she's I think she's been injured. Actually, yeah, but what I'm yeah. saying is you could have a good, a really good, solid feud between two top women and still have Charlotte title match to the side. Um, just, I, I would just like to keep those separate. They they, they don't do enough non-title feuds in the women's division. Um, no. Nia Shane has actually won the thing they're going to, and they're doing the even even Marie do drop. To be fair, on Raw they do yeah, have quite actually, a few women. Yeah, I guess they, they do. They do a, a Raw recently. on SmackDown. They ignore it, and that is. I, was I, get I, into I that think later. Nia Shane could be a good feud. I've actually wanted to see this feud for a while. I wasn't keen on them as a team, and I just wanted them to feud. Yeah, almost, I mean, the main reason the I want, Yeah, the only reason I really wanted to see the feud is because I didn't want to see them team anymore, not because I'm excited yeah. for the match. But. And I think we all want to see Shayna <laughs> go over and then be booked strong again because. I don't think like happen, as, as a little yeah. side note, it was Charlotte v Shayna on Raw, and if you'd have told me that two, three years ago, I'd have been like, "Oh, I can't wait for Shayna v uh, Charlotte on, or, you know, on, yeah. on, on a TV." And match. this was but just a throwaway yeah. match. It means and nothing anymore. Sh- Shayna Baszler means yeah, she means nothing anymore. Uh, there was a point where we were all begging for her to come out and challenge Ronda Rousey as like one of the biggest matches. I know going on the women's division now. She used to beat Bianca Belair every time. Which did used to frustrate me, but mm. she she was strong enough to to do that all the time. Um, she was brilliant on NXT, absolutely great. Um, now I wouldn't even be fussed if she wasn't on the roster at the moment, which is really sad. No, I know, I completely agree. Um, so I, I'll just quickly mention the only other thing on Raw really worth note, and I think it was Slim Pickens on Raw this week after the Big E stuff. Um, I sort of mentioned the Priest Jeff Hardy match. Um, so I, again, I'm mixed views on this match. I loved 
the matchup itself. I love the fact Hardy answered the opening challenge. Love that, especially after last week. Yeah, I mean, it was my skin last week. Title, yeah, he needed something like this. And I thought he got such a big reaction for coming out. Like, I, I made a People note. People will of, always love Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I made a note what of his reaction. It kind it of stood huge, out to wasn't me. It? I, I noticed that as it well. It was like the biggest pop of the night other than Biggie winning the title. Is, honestly, I think it was second to that from what I saw. Yeah, Alexa got a big one as well, I noticed. She's yeah. another one. She always gets a big reaction as well. People do love Alexa Bliss. Yeah, but Hardy, definitely. Hardy, you can book him into the ground, but people love him. Yeah, and I that just that just you know it's crazy why he's in twenty four seven title when he's this. I big. think this was a bit of redemption there. I think they yeah. realised what they'd done, the backlash they got from it, and yeah, um, they've I given it as good. And you know, I think Priest's great, so it was definitely going to be a, a pretty decent match, and it's a, a good spot yeah. for him as well. And I, I think we mentioned a few weeks back now about a Priest Open Challenge, where it's answered by Sheamus and Drew, and I was like. Oh, you know, give me someone new. This is what I wanted, like a Jeff Hardy. So yeah, I'm very happy for random that. Random matches, even. Yeah, I'd be but... happy with people like Shelton. Um, yeah, yeah, Ricochet. people like that. Let's get yeah. some different people. Yeah, Cedric, wrestling. I reckon Cedric. You could really have a good match with him. Yeah. Um, but the, the new problem with this match is I don't think it was very good. This match, I, I, I actually disagree. I thought it was pretty good. I, I have written down a bit of a messy match. I just think there was a lot of like. It just didn't fly. I don't think it works. I don't know why. I, again, I haven't watched it back since last Tuesday morning, uh, this, you know, a few days back. So it's not fresh in my memory, but I just remember it being quite messy and a bit clunky, this match. I don't think it really worked, unfortunately. It, but isn't that kind of like what Jeff Hardy matches are, though, sometimes? Nowadays, like unfortunately, matches, his, yeah. Well, probably. I just think that's his wrestling style. Like, it, his, his wrestling style is a bit all over. I like I enjoy watching those style of matches. And I think there's some really good reversals and stuff in this match. But it wasn't amazing or anything. But for a TV match, I yeah. thought it was I, it was I actually think it was enough. one of those. I think I got really up for it after the Jeff Hardy entrance. I was like, oh, here we go. Jeff Hardy, let's go. And I was like, oh, is this it? Like, I, wanted, I wanted more. Maybe, <laughs> I wanted, maybe I wanted 2002 Jeff Hardy, not 2021 Jeff Hardy. Yeah. That, that is the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Should we move on to SmackDown next? Yeah. Um, as that was actually before Raw, but Raw had the bigger moment. So what did you guys take away from SmackDown this week? Um, I'll start with the, because I'm going to bring up the main event stuff. So yeah. let's go into that. So obviously I, I will say this crap, this SmackDown was one of the best SmackDowns I think in a long, long time. The crowd was so hot for everything throughout. Yeah, everything on the show it. was good. There wasn't a thing. There was one thing on the show that I didn't, I didn't like, which I'll get into in a minute. It was only a small thing, um, but the crowd was so hot and Brock returning was a big thing in that um, great um, promo at the start. I really loved him just sort of asking Paul the question. Also, quickly, I, I, I joked last week about F5 and Paul Heyman, and he got him up yeah. on his shoulders. I and I, I was, was like, like come on. I was like, there was no, I said last week, there was no chance of that happening. And yeah. it basically happened. Um, not quite. Well, yeah, he, he did get pushed back, though, and then he Paul kind of fell. So he yeah. didn't get a full F5, but he, he did Almost. take a bump. It was he more did... of a Samoan drop, wasn't it? Yeah. Was yeah. Like, yeah it was more like a soft Samoan drop in the end. Poor I really Paul. popped for that when he picked him up. I know, I was going mad. Yeah, popping. And you know, Brock, Brock got They're physical um, with the Usos as well. And I was just like, I was going nuts for that stuff. I thought it looked so cool um, with Brock um, and Roman. And then, you know, Roman kind of accepting the challenge. I was really like, in, I'm really into the fact that they're doing this feud now, the other way around with Hayden yeah, and I'm Roman. Excited. And then to top it all off at the end of the night, you know, they had the, the main event was the Usos and the Profits. They had a really good tag team match. 
which was slightly ruined. The, the one down point was they had a DQ finish the week before in a SmackDown tag team title match on SmackDown. And then they did a DQ finish again, which I think doing two in a row is a bit of a joke. Yeah, I, I think it um, is. I think it is kind of. It's part of the Roman storyline, which is more important than the Usos. Isn't it? Ex- I, I do just... get that. And, and and to be fair, if they hadn't done it the week before, I wouldn't have cared because it made sense that because Roman broke it up, he's going to. It makes sense that Roman's going to stop the Usos losing. Storyline-wise, yeah. makes perfect sense. It was just a bit of a shame on a, on a perfect show, nearly, that they did a DQ finish at the end on the main event. Um, but after that, we got not just Finn Balor, but Demon Finn Balor come out. And how cool do they look, by the way? I, I, thought he, I mean, I always think this when I see Demon, but I think it looks, yeah. gets better every single time. Well, I think I it, it, it helps great. when you haven't seen him in a long time as well. Because yeah. I think some, I think they got to the point on the main roster the first time where they were a little bit overusing it. They brought him out for that. Do you remember the Bray feud that never actually happened where oh, they were yeah, doing the Demon Abigail, versus yeah. Sister Abigail? And like by that point, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about this. But because we haven't seen the Demon in so long, um, it's, it's we. I think we said last week we didn't want to see him lose to Reigns, which is inevitable. You know, the Demon character is going to lose here. Um, it but, can't uh, be a straight finish, surely. I, I, I think, think they're going to do just make Finn look really, really good in defeat. I think that's actually if he loses if he loses straight. I think you've lost the the, the demon sort of allure. Um, yeah, I think we have another problem like we had with the fiend. Um, yeah, maybe Roman should just lob a load of chairs on him in the middle of the ring. <laughs> that, that seems to work. I mean, <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. I I don't necessarily think this will happen, but is it crazy to think? Demon Finn Balor wins the title. We just get a Brock Roman feud, not for the title. Is, I, is that crazy to think? Because I, think- I think there's enough in Roman Brock. You don't need the title there. You don't need it. I'm not saying it's better with it. I think so. But because but of the Heyman stuff, they're not going to do it. They no, won't I, do that. I don't no think chance. so either. But I just, I, I don't want Demon Finn to lose. He can lose, I think, if he gets super kicked. The bugger out. Or of- do we get Brock? Costin Finn because he wants to title off Roman, so, so Brock comes out and yeah, destroys yeah, that Finn could work. as well. Hey, Heyman doing something? Well, the Heyman can't really do anything to the demon, can he? Um, no, I, I'd, I'd I, be I surprised. Think, I think Finn. I, I think they'll just have Finn lose, but, but I think the only way you could sort of repair it is if the Usos get involved in the match, yeah. and then you have like maybe on SmackDown the week after, instead of just doing Finn Balor coming out, you think Finn Balor's going to come out for a promo or something? The demon comes back out and like destroys the Usos like two on yeah. one or something and because then you make it look strong rules, again is it no DQ I don't think that's been announced yet but yeah, I'm assuming I, I we will because I could see a picture of Roman um, what's he call his submission is it guillotine guillotine, guillotine. guillotine. putting him in the guillotine with like the Usos pinning down both legs I could think I think that would be really cool just like yeah and he doesn't and obviously he doesn't tap stopping him move and just almost like, well, not tapping, but making him pass out. So yeah. he is completely unresponsive um, to make him look really good. And as you said, yeah, yeah. then a return match where he destroys everybody. Um, yeah. And I think the straight win's just going to look weak. He can't, he can't have it. He can't it is a bit concerning. Wins. It is a bit concerning. But I will say, like, the SmackDown main event scene just look, it's so awesome. Well, oh, it is, because so cool. I think there's also, John Cena's still about, isn't he? Because he's, I've heard he's been appearing on dark matches. He has, yeah. He was at the MSG show. Yeah, he I don't know why still, they didn't put him on TV. He's still 
like on the current tour. So and Bala has called him out a few times. So it does well. That's, that's probably that's another next. way they could they could you can make Bala Bala champ and have Cena beat D- Demon v Cena for the title, and then Roman yeah. v Brock. Like that's two great matches. I mean, yeah, you could also have do Bala. Yeah, have Cena win the title to get his sixteen time. Yeah, and then, and then beat Cena. Roman beat win it back. Or maybe have Brock win it, and then Roman chasing Brock with yeah. Haven. This is all great, but I, I but don't think though, no, I, I, I agree. I think <laughs> I think it will happen as we expect, but these are all possibilities. There's that there, right now. There is four top tier stars on SmackDown. If you count Cena, and I think I think Balor's elevated to that level right now. I think he's at that level, and, and, and you can't really rule out nice little segue here, but Seth and Ed, uh, Seth Rollins and Edge in that as well. Yes, Seth is going to come in at some point. He's got to, He's, right? Oh, I want a Seth versus Roman feud. That's the problem. Maybe um, we've got to get through Roman Brock first. I think. I think Mania next year. I think. I think. I think he's going. I think keep... it could be the Plan B because I think Plan A is the Rock still. Um, if he yeah. can do it, but if the Rock can't do it, I think Plan B may well have been Big E before. But mm. now they've gone Big E. I don't really see who else is there is on SmackDown. I know we just talked about them being as challengers, but well, it's not going to be Cena at Mania, surely. Well, let me just throw another hat, that, uh, another name into the hat that with the draft coming up is Drew McIntyre. We Drew v. Yeah, Roman yeah. was like the biggest big yeah. build-up match. There's and too I, much to I do. Think, I think we all think Drew's coming to SmackDown. <laughs> I think everybody's saying it. So yeah, Roman's, to, Roman's list of matches we want to see is, you know, so long now. That yeah. I just think so many options. Can you imagine if Adam Cole had re-signed with WWE and gone to SmackDown, which was kind of like could have happened as well? That would have been mad. You'd have had such a long list of people. I know, but I just, think he struggled. Yeah, me. You'd have had to have gone to Raw. Like Adam Cole, Big E could have been a good. But it's, it's all. It's all gone now. Yeah. If some butts and coconuts, yeah. isn't it? Adam Cole, baby. So anyway, I think that's probably enough for the main event chat. I know. I just want to mention one thing. Go on, I then. think Balor has had a great ride by going to NXT and rising to the top through the pandemic era when there was no crowds. And then he's decided to come back now into the main event scene of the main roster. Um, now there's crowds. He, he's got the best of, I think he's had the best deal out of everybody here. Because I has, think he has had a good time. Better through the pandemic than it the main was, roster. It was uh, reported that he wanted to go to NXT UK. That was like, he, apparently he asked... It's all reports, but apparently he asked to go to NXT UK and they're like, no, we need you on main roster. Um, but I, I think before the pandemic, wasn't there like, didn't he like call out Walter or something on NXT? Yeah, I think that's why I wanted to go to NXT. So I, I think, think that was going to be a match on NXT, like a takeover, uh, Walter v. Bala, which can you imagine oh, I remember that, that, yeah. So I think that was what, and maybe that will happen in the future. Well, although Walter's not champion anymore and probably could probably go to NXT, but Anyway, I, I think that's a potential match in the future, Bala, Walter. Um, yes, sneaky Finn. Yeah. Anyway, Krusty, <laughs> did you do you want to talk about Seth and Edge? I know you're a big fan of this one. Two, probably my two favourite superstars ever here um, yeah. from different eras. De- definitely my top three from each of the eras. Um Absolutely loved it. I thought this was amazing for a, for a smack. I know Fisher said about this being one of the best smackdowns in a long time, which is quite a tough feat because it has been great for so long. Yeah, um, to have this match, I know it was a Madden Square Garden and it was a real big deal. Um, 
a really lovely evening and that. But um, I, I think this match was just great to really elevate it. Yeah. Um, I That's loved things like the fact that Edge pedigreed Seth. I, I made a note of really the cool. Edge pedigree and stuff. I love that. I think that was yeah. a um, I think that was a little tribute to Triple H. Obviously, he had his heart attack, didn't it? Or yes. cardiac event. Yeah. I think they did that as a little. Let's do a little nod to Triple H and do a pedigree. Yeah, but I love I that. that was, was, is Edge doing it for Seth though? Because Seth has adopted yeah. it, hasn't he? So yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think love it. And, and, and wasn't that. it wasn't it a um, wasn't it a reversal on a spear attempt by Seth yeah. on Edge? It was. So it's like a really yeah. cool sequence. It was a great. It was a reverse of what happened. um SummerSlam, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That, that, yeah, that they did it the other way around. Um, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think it was a great match. What um, match do you think was I like the way it ended as well, with Seth yeah. like, losing the plot and just super kick after super kick. Oh, that's great. One of the weirdest um, promos there, wasn't it? He just, I don't know what to say. I, I think he's, he's sort of snapped. He's like gone too far. And I, I think this is the start, not, not maybe not immediately, but I think this is the start of him turning face because we have had heel Seth for a long time, if you think about it. Um, yeah, it has been quite a long while. time. We may get another match between them. I, I, I think they've got to. It's 1-1, one, one, right? So I don't think yeah. it'll be Extreme Rules, by the way. I think they'll hold off. Saudi. I, I, I would like to see Hell it. In, I think there's Helen in cell after Saudi Arabia. So... I would love to see it inside Hell in a Cell, Seth Edge free. I think that'd be yeah. perfect. That Hell in a Cell should be saved for matches that like a blood feuds where they really yeah. need it. And that's a perfect that's the only one at the moment where I could think of obviously I... maybe Roman and Balor could get to that level, but yeah. Um Seth and Edge for me is the obvious like main event. And if you want to turn him, I think you could have it at the point where Seth is going to end Edge, like fully end him. I don't know, top of the cage, like he's about to smash his head in with a chair or something. Yeah. Um, and then he doesn't do it. Yeah. And and that's and I think that wouldn't be too bad. I normally wouldn't like a finish like that, but I think Seth's been healed for so long now. I probably am ready for him to turn again especially if they do he does go up against roman like yeah this would be a way to get him into that it wouldn't really make sense with the characters the way they are at the moment no Mm. no No, i think you're right i um i just wonder i mean it doesn't make a difference but becky's very heel at the moment and i think they usually like to keep those two aligned since they've made it very public of their um of, of of their relationship that they tend to like to keep Couple Becky does aligned. seem to have followed a bit of Seth's swag. Yeah, and that's just, she's, she's, basically really she's basically Colin McGregor at the moment. She is. Yeah. This is this is another good segue because I wanted to mention Becky Bianca. Their uh, was it the contract signing? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the first thing. <laughs> Becky comes out dressed in this big red coat and so obnoxious. Like and what? I I just yeah I love it I I think it is very I didn't think about Conor McGregor too he just said then Fisher I think it's she literally very... said a Conor McGregor quote I think it was not this week but the week before I can't it was sure, when she yeah. said I apologise to absolutely no one or ever oh, Conor, yeah, Conor, Conor McGregor, McGregor did that yeah. didn't he and yeah but I think I this this I think this, this was yeah I, I I agree I think this is the first week where um she's really convinced me about being a hill i know she, i think she's done good previously but this week i thought she's really she got good. booed and i didn't think that was possible when she come back yeah yeah i well, think i so. think it's really making bianca look good as well yeah i think really i think her it's a perfect feud for her to come in if, if you want to make becky hill 
I don't know who else you put against if not. I, I, I know because the thing is, we were so critical when, rightly so, I think, when the match happened at SummerSlam. You know, it was your skid mark, I think, Crusty, and but yeah, I don't think we Belair. expected Becky to be but, here then, though, did we? No, no, I thought it was just her but, trying to yeah. win it for the sake of winning it. This, I, this I'm is, believing it now. Yeah, this is one of those examples where you can say, oh, maybe let it play out and it actually yeah. delivers because I think now we're at a point where I'm really into both characters. Becky as a heel and Bianca as a face. And I'm yeah. really like, they haven't had a, because they didn't do a proper match. I'm actually really excited to see a proper match. And guess what? We're getting it live next Monday. So that'd be nice for us, won't it? We are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that's not, that. I know it's not the proper pay-per-view match, but. Yeah. I hope we see a KOD though. I want to see a KOD kick out. Ah, uh, she'll KOD like Carmella or something, won't she? KOD everyone. Yeah. KOD me. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I think this was a really. I don't. Um, contract signings are so like copy and paste, aren't they? They're a bit lazy booking. But this one was this a normal contract. I they thought both signed was... the contract both left without breaking. Well, the I thought the promos were really, really good here, and that yeah. helps if you've got two people that can really talk, and and. Bianca's really picked up, I think, on her promos. And she's, Becky, she's, she's so comfortable Becky in, is her, in her own like, skin. Becky is amazing uh, at promos. So, mm. you know, um, I really think they did well here, actually. Yeah, um, I, I think, just want to quickly mention Bianca, I think she has done unbelievable this past year. Like, you think back to the Bailey feud, I thought she was brilliant. The Sasha feud, I thought, like, these are, these are top stars. I think she's outshone Bailey, Sasha... And potentially outshining Becky right now, I I really think the, f- that, the fact that, that she's feuded with those three people tells you, yeah. That, and she's and come she's out got, yeah. on top in terms of promos, in terms of ring work. I really think she's she's that level now. She's Becky Sasha level. Becky. I think the fact she actually even got to main event WrestleMania with Sasha tells you yeah. that they think and, very and you highly. You can tell losing the title in thirty seconds. I've heard people mention, compare it to Kofi. She's not going to go back to the bottom of the division and fight, you know, random matches. She's she's thought about so highly. I can Whereas, see her moving over to Raw um, because mm. she. The problem is, what do you do with her? Because if she loses you again could do to Becky, but uh, Charlotte, we've not seen that. And they have got a bit of previous on NXT when she said, "You don't go here to yeah. Charlotte." And I she, think. Um, I'd like her to beat Charlotte. Actually, I think that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, I think it'd be a good matchup in terms of. Um, like physical ability, I think it could be really yeah. We good could do that, match. and then afterwards we could have Rhea Belair. Um, yeah, yeah. There's there's, there's loads of options. Shayna Belair, actually, because yeah. I want Belair to beat Shayna. That still bugs me from when she was in NXT, <laughs> and I think she should have won about two of those <laughs> main events. It sounds um, like a long-term really season. Like she's one of those opposite people. She wasn't pushed. She was pushed in NXT, but she wasn't pushed to the very top. And like she's like the opposite way around to Shayna. Shayna was so yeah. strongly booked in NXT, and her main roster has been quite flat, apart from at the start when she won the Elimination Chamber. Um, but mm. Bianca's been the other way around. Like she, it was a slow build. Like I remember when she first came onto Raw, in the first few months she did very little. Um, she tagged with the Street Profits a fair bit, and she was in promos yeah. with them. But then just just before the Royal Rumble come around, they start pushing her. Then she won the Rumble, and then from there it's just been like. I'm so Amazing. pleased. That's one yeah. person I really wanted them to to push from NXT, and I think they've done a great job. Yeah, yeah they, they, really I, they have. They have. All right, so I think that's the main roster of WWE sorted. So let's move on to NXT. 
2.0. So complete before I before I get into anything else on NXT, before we get into any segments, what did you guys think of of the arena and the layout and the color scheme I, and all this? Um I struggled with it slightly just because I liked NXT for its grittiness, for how different it was. To me, for our UK listeners, this looks like something from Art Attack from when I was a child. Yeah, I, I was going to say it had a Nickelodeon film. It did yeah. feel like, you know those like kids game shows where they have children in the audience on, and like yeah. Nickelodeon. Yeah, everyone like, was screaming. I thought I'd see some gungeons. It almost is felt, like that yeah. in the crowd. They're like in <laughs> it, amongst the arena. It felt a bit like that, but that doesn't mean I necessarily dislike it. Like, I don't know. It was... I think it'll grow on me. Yeah, it takes some getting used to. The problem is to... it doesn't look like you're going to have these brutal matches like we used to have with Gargano, Champa kicking each other's head off. It just doesn't look it, like It that, felt right? like a very, very different show. And I get that that's the idea. Oh, so if that's what they're like doing. 2.0 either. No, I don't. They say. I think that's. I think that's just a. I think that's just a week one thing. I don't think it'll be called that going. I think. I hope not. It's just to differentiate between because it's not even two by the way. It's like three at least. They've they've changed NXT loads of times. Yeah. What like one was when they were lifting barrels and Tyson Hill was falling over. That that was was one point oh. So God is when they had a rookie and a pro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, they're doing weird events. Um, yeah, so I, I, I thought the arena, I, I'm not sure on it either. I thought it was a bit too, it's just a bit childish. I don't know how else to describe it. I just wasn't, it's just such, such a contrast. Before, the crowd were like um, blackened out. You could barely see the crowd. It's all dark, dark ring apron, like lights down. This was lights it, up, bright colours, like ring aprons, bright white. It just felt so different. The thing that stood out to me was like, obviously the first match you had, We'll get into Bron Breaker in a minute. He looked like the new representation, the way he was dressed, bright colours, new stuff. Yeah, his outfit's very similar to the um, logo. After that, it felt really weird because Imperium come out and they were like the anti, like they looked like completely out of place. Yeah. Because it was all this bright, like, oh, this is weird. And then Imperium are so serious. So like, you know, the Matt is sacred kind of gimmick. Yeah. It felt very weird. I was like, oh yeah, like Imperium wrestle on the show. And even people like Pete Dunne, like felt a little bit out of place. Doesn't suit them, does it? No, it, doesn't. It, it felt a little bit out of place for what it is. The but... only I could imagine like Kari Sane coming out or something like that and suiting it. Um, yeah, it's, it's. I can very... imagine no way Jose coming back. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a very it's a very Mojo Rawley hype bros type show to me. And that's it what is. it reminded me. I did of. like the hype bros. To be fair, let's bring them back. <laughs> you ain't right. hype. Let's let's get let's get into segments. So I'll I'll kick off this one because um it was the main segment on the show. The the ending one was the wedding, uh, index wedding, and I loved it again. I've loved everything about index from from almost minute one to to the when they said I do, and when when uh, Dexter actually said I do, I knew it was coming. That moment but, was great. Oh, like, the, the crowd popped well. Yeah, hard, you, talk, you talk about popping. I was I was popping off all sorts of. You were popping <laughs> like a Pringles tub. <laughs> I was after he said I do. I loved it. Uh, but one of my favourite moments from from this whole thing was when he had the axe in his um, coat. Yeah, and they said any objections, and everyone's got a hand up. I don't know what everyone had the hand up for, as if there's any. And he just shows the axe. I, I loved it. It's just. So simple, like those sort of that bit of humor was great. But Johnny Gargano was great. There were just a few bits which were very childish again in this. 
Um, but oh, I think, yeah. I think that's just been... I, I loved... I've, I've credited her before, but I loved Beth Phoenix in this again. I absolutely loved yeah, her in she this. She was great, wasn't she? She was yeah. brilliant. But um, I think the childish parts in this are just part of the the way in their humour. I think because like Justin Fury thing about oh uh, you know where's the ring? Oh we're, uh, we're we're in the ring. Yeah, that bit, I did I like Akimanjiro like, had him in his jacket. Like, that eyes. was cool. That yeah, was cool. yeah, that was right. But then like, why is Akimanjiro there? Why has he got it? It just seems a bit random. Then Andre Chase stood up. I was like, yeah. if, I've seen you like once, Andre Chase. That bit was a if, bit late. As if you were big enough part of this show to be standing up. Um, but. It was great. I like the part with Odyssey Jones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was down, right. Yeah. I like That's Odyssey really Jones. Cool. I think he's got real potential. I did enjoy this segment, but when you have a fatal four way for a, for a vacant title. title with no build, why is a jokey wedding on last? Um, I enjoyed yeah, it. I mean, Don't get me wrong, but it shouldn't I, be on last. I totally agree with you. The if anything, on first. Yeah, I, I thought it might have started with that, actually. I, I thought that. The only. The only defence I'll give it, and I, I do think they could have changed it, is obviously the, the wedding's been planned as the main event segment for months, right? They were advertising it ages ago. And this Fatal 4-Way was originally meant to be a number one contenders match to face Samoa Joe for the title. And then Joe vacated the title a few days ago. So I think they just didn't change the order because it was originally meant to be a number one contenders match. But that said, when they knew it was for the championship, they could still go, Actually, we should probably make a bigger deal out of Champa getting Goldie back. So let's and talk about this then. Yeah, let's go to the next so match. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was good enough. I think it was a shame there was no build. I think that's absolutely it crazy. Felt a bit you rushed. Don't have to it? put a belt on someone straight away. Let's have a little tournament for it. I um, I tell you what, I'd have loved to have seen like a proper eight man, sixteen man tournament over a couple of weeks. Really build up yeah. this title, build build up these new guys because they they had new guys all over the shop. One of them in this main event and or not main event, the title match. You could have yeah. built them up, like von Wagner. I'll, I'll get into him later, but. If you'd have built him up over a few weeks, you'd think, oh, okay, fair enough. I I believe in this guy now. Yeah, he's just he's just in a title match. I, I'll, I'll get to it later. Match. I don't want to get too worked up now. You don't just put him in a match, and yeah. there was no Joe promo saying I'm giving it up or anything like that. No, um, he, he did that online. They didn't put it on the show. But was, that's not. Why right. would right. you not? Not everyone watches online. If you're trying I know they to should, compete, they should just put the clip on. It was two minutes. Two minutes. It's mad. If this if they're trying to compete with AEW, which is what they're trying to do with this rebrand and things like that, this is not the way to do it. And um, NXT have fallen by AEW in a big way recently. Oh, massively, massively. Yeah, it's such really a shame. And it was a good match. I don't think it was long enough. No, they, 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 everything felt a bit rushed. Showing off four of their best, well, sorry, three of their best, <laughs> and we're not sure yet, um, <laughs> superstars. And I don't think I saw as much as any of them can give. Um, no, and... no the, the only bits I liked in this are where there was a couple of times where they, a couple of people went out of the ring and Champa and Dunn were facing off and mm. it looked serious and I was like I'm into this give me more of this because they were the two people in the match I like LA Knight don't get me wrong but I don't in terms of his in-ring stuff and his wrestling I'm not as fussed on him I like his promos and his character work and the other guy I didn't know who he was so I wasn't I didn't care but when Champa and Dunn went at it I was enjoying it yeah I'm, I'm just like you're talking about the arena not quite looking right or maybe doesn't this match did not fit this was not an nxt title match what what we've been and i know it was a new era but i i've never seen a title match like this in my life where i just didn't feel like any of it fit for me 
the only person in that match who I thought fit was Pete Dunn. Everyone, like even Champa, I know he won it, but why? Why is he? Well, when he is, won, it didn't feel like he was why supposed is he to win at that champ? moment. He hasn't had a big build-up. He didn't mention Goldie in a promo two minutes before the match. Like he, he that should be. I know. Again, I know it wasn't planned, but don't put a title on someone that you haven't built up. Pete Dunn's the only one, in my opinion, who I, I who really could have thought, won the title. I thought Dunn was going to win up in the match. If Dunn had won, I'd be a bit higher on this match. But you, you go in with someone <coughs> who we've never seen before. We've never been introduced to. Who walks in? Okay, I'll get into it later because I'm yeah, really getting worked up. Why would have been happy with LA Knight? Just because of the build we've had. You've got LA Knight who, 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 lost, who lost he took earlier in the same night. Every bump. I noticed every big bump LA Knight took. And I, I know we've um, we had a brief chat about this off air, but I think this is saying LA Knight's got to come up to the main roster. Because otherwise, yeah. they've just made him look an absolute fool. Um, <laughs> yeah. he, he's gone from being sense. great and really strong in ring to taking every hit for all the guys in that ring. Um, it was odd. It was odd. And I don't get why you'd not have Kyle O'Reilly in this match. I, I just don't. I'm sure there's, against what it is, maybe, maybe get, it plays out and there's a big. I was, I was disappointed because it. obviously they took him out of the match. I was hoping for someone bit, like someone. You well, know, you could great. have had like a Walter. Imagine if Walter had been the surprise. It'd have always been like, oh my God, here we go. What He'd have had to have won though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But why not? Maybe not in a full way because you just don't pin him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like, think um, I'm pleased Champa's got it because he didn't actually finish his title reign. Yeah, it's injury. nice for Champa. It's nice. Yeah, no, and I, we know I he can happy. do a good job. But... I, I think the, the reason is, I, I was thinking about it because uh, I was very shocked and a little bit disappointed when Champa won at the time. But the more I think about it, the more it makes total sense. And if, in the sense of they had, if you think about the fact that Joe was champion, and I think they wanted to go into this new era as with Joe, as, if they had Joe as champion, they'd have been thinking, right, you've got an experienced, you, you've got all these new young guys yeah. coming in. You want an experienced, reliable, baby face character who can wrestle and carry the brand for the mm. initial couple of months just to get the ground running. And Joe is a perfect example of that. And I think the only person, I mean, Dunn would have been a fine bet as well. But I think the only person in this match that completely ticks all those boxes is In Champa. this match, yeah. You could have done Gargano as well. You could have done. You could have, but he was too busy with the index stuff. Like, yeah, you couldn't just throw him in there. It would have been what, a bit weird. What, what a night would have been for him. Would have the title <laughs> would end and watching his daughter get yeah, married. I, I, I actually think Champa is a good choice for the champion. I, I would have I preferred think at the Dunn, moment, but... especially... I'd have liked Dunn, but I yeah. think he His time will needs come. to build. I think he needs to build. We love him because we've seen him come through NXT UK and things like that. Yeah. I think if you just started watching him in NXT, you'd think he was a good wrestler, but maybe not. You haven't well, seen too much from him in a promo. I think we're getting done, done Champa off. The only, the only reason yeah. I thought he was definitely winning was I heard earlier in that night, literally about two hours before, that um, he'd signed a new con- three-year contract with WWE. And I thought, well, he's obviously winning the title then, right? Pete if Dunn. he signed a new deal, Pete Dunn, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because obviously he, I heard he was out of contract, you know, the, the end of this month or something. Um, and I was kind of thinking, is he going to go to AEW as well? Is he going to stick around? I thought he would sign, but I wasn't 100% sure. And I thought maybe he's getting called up and that'll be the way they... I mean, it could be still he gets called up. That's a possibility. That might be why he didn't win. But yeah. I do think his time, he's still so he's still young, very young. He's like 27 or something. I still think there's time for him to to win. Obviously, I think the initial feud is going to be with Kyle because he attacked Kyle. Um, but maybe they'll have, a, they'll have a feud and then maybe Pete Dunne will win the title down the line, which I, I hope he gets it because he definitely deserves a run with that belt. Yeah, I agree. I think this um, 
this show in general made me think that there's a lot of people like it's, it feels like a whole new fresh batch of wrestlers coming through that we've not been introduced to don't know and i think we're gonna we're gonna get to know all these people because we've just had the breakfast tournament as well like people like carmelo hayes are barely i really like names i really like us. carmelo hayes, he's, he's brilliant he's a he's a he's a star complete star in the making but they're all these guys even like the new version of swerve and San Squad, all feel a bit new and fresh mm. so i think with the draft coming up i wouldn't surprise me if we see la knight cameron grimes timothy thatcher walter all these like people like this could go on the main roster straight away i just think they might all come up Io in the Shirai, draft surely eo shirai i mean she's still tag champ I, yeah i know dakota surely. kai is another one who's going to surely going to come yeah. up um, yeah, I, I just, I just think that, I just think there's this felt like, okay, this we're starting fresh here. So all these guys that weren't on the TV show, I know, I know it. That's fine, but let's I, not I know Cameron stick Grimes, him in the title match. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. That was mad, but I know Cameron Grimes was on the show, but I think he could move up. La Knight, I say, felt like La Knight should be a. Surface. It felt, it felt like him passing, you know, saying goodbye to NXT. That's what it felt like. And he's perfect um, for the main roster the way he is. I think he's he's a perfect main he's roster. He's got everything, hasn't he? He's got he everything. Is. He is, definitely. Um that's not EC free him, please. No. <laughs> no. Should we um should, should we should we we haven't so, got mentioned that if you want to mention something fish for did we mention Bob Yeah, Gron, I there was Rucker. two things there was two things I was gonna mention. Well, yeah. well the one I wanted to quickly just give Mandy Rose some props, but I'll do that later. Um yeah. because I thought she was awesome on this show. But Bron Breaker, yeah, he. I like this guy. He is awesome. What an introduction! This, this. See, if he would have been in the main event, you'd have. Yeah, well, he beat. Oh, yeah. It would have made what sense. Monster. What it an made sense because monster. He beats LA Knight, and which was stupid on LA Knight's. Yeah, you know, that, that annoys me. It was me. wrong. As soon as well, that happened, do you think LA Knight's someone in the title now? Like, well, I thought, LA Knight's... I thought why is he even in the match if he's having two? Ma- why is he having two matches in one night? Doesn't make any sense. <sighs> stupid. Um, stupid decision. So I, I think thought... they wanted someone big. To make him look even bigger. <laughs> what could I they, thought they were going to do was put Bron in the match. I thought they were going to remove LA Knight because he lost and put Bron in there mm-hmm. and keep Kyle, Pete, and Champa. That's what I thought they were going to do. But Don't anyway, Bron Breaker, but mm. despite the stupid name, um, and uh, he's been get- there's been a lot of talk online about the names. Of the well, names. it is. I, I, isn't his name it's, Rex it's not Steiner? As as, it's not as bad as Von Wagner, but it's yeah. still bad. Rex Steiner is such a cool name. Why yeah, I mean, he's, he's Scott, Scott Steiner's nephew. You, you know, yeah. the Steiners are very well known in the wrestling world. You'd think they'd want to play up on that. Mm. But instead, they seem to be getting away from it. And and it was funny, actually. I heard I a, I was a... Scott Steiner's only fan back in the day. Yeah, I did not like yeah. him. It's his nephew and Rick Steiner's son. And Rick Stein. they, they, they sound exactly... He sounds exactly like a Steiner. Like, I, I heard earlier, actually, a video of... Um, the Steiner's promo and his promo voice, and they sound exactly the same. They look fairly similar. He's built like huge, and you'd think they'd play up on that. But I must say, like when I first saw this guy, I was like, "God, this guy looks like a jacked-up Mojo Rawley, like the way he's acting." But when he came out there and got in the ring, I was like, "Okay, this guy's a beast. Like th- this is a potential star for WWE here." Um, and then yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize favorite it. style of wrestler. This is mm, yeah, and and. You know, for him to come out and, and beat an established star in LA Knight was good for him. I think they should have picked somebody else, but you know, um, it was still it was awesome for him, and I thought he looked really cool. And you know, out, out of the new people, I think we had. I, I think I read today there was six people debuted on this show, which is a bit much. Yeah, there uh, was the tag team partner for um, 
Oh, Carmelo Hayes' guy, yeah. Yeah, not uh, no, that's Trick Williams. The guy who was with um, Josh Briggs, who's better. Oh, yeah, him. Um, him, yeah. J- Jensen. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was a few. Um, obviously, there was the woman in Diamond Mine, Ivy. Um, yeah. But out, out of the new people, this guy was the guy that stood out to me, and I was like, okay, this is they've got something here. Um, and I think he's going to be someone that wins the title MMXT within six months. Yeah. And then maybe put on the main roster within a year and push to the main events. Um, yeah, he, and he also, he um, faced up to Champa at the end. He looked at Goldie. Yeah. So I think, so I think maybe he's, maybe he's winning straight it straight soon, yeah. He, he might even win it. Off that was such a weird but cool segment. They were just like breathing at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that at least, at least we've seen Bron Breaker. We've seen him do a primer. We've seen him beat an established star. If him sign up to Champa, I know it's only... That's how you want to two hours, two hours after I met him, but I felt like, yeah, he's he, he could be a title. Contender. It wasn't all in one night, like, he didn't just come out of oh, by the way, you're in the match, get in the ring, like, it wasn't mm, that, yeah, which was what Von Wagner was, which I know you're going to get into when later, Keenan. Oh, so I, I, I won't want to steal, steal your thunder, but yeah, that was I just I that was my for me, that was the, the thing that stood out to me on NXT, yeah, no, definitely is, um. An interesting show. We didn't quite know what to make of it at the end of it. I know me and you spoke straight after Fisher and both of us were confused. We were confused. We were, I was baffled because there were some things <laughs> I, I really like, liked. Did I like it? Did I not like it? And there oh, were some I things I tell. really couldn't get my head around. And no. I, was just, I was left more confused than anything else. But I, I want to give it a few weeks before I go give it yeah. any judgment. Yeah, exactly. I don't think no, it's fair. No, no snap judgment. Somebody's pl- people could be really good wrestlers. No, I think they're going to be great. It was just, I think they ruined the... Um, the title match by one not having it on last and just didn't quite give it. I, I, I'm intrigued to see what they do next because obviously Champa's now going to. I think we're going to get Champa next week. Start that feud with Breaker next week. We've got Strong and Kushida for the cruiserweight title. You That's know, ho- hopefully we get something Is with that- the women. Hopefully I, no, Strong I, I think that's what I'm hoping. I'm the sire of the backbreaker. If you, you, know, if, you want, if you want to give me two wrestlers I don't care about, it's Roderick Strong and Kushida. You only but, don't like Roderick Strong because he nearly won our World Cup the other day. But well, in ring, in ring that me. match could be sensational if they let it give it time. Mm. It could be amazing. Um, so I'm hoping that's what they, I'm it hoping it is. But you know, with all the focus on the new guys and the big guys, it's nice to see. It'll be not. I think it'll be nice to see a great wrestling match between those two as well as all the new crazy stuff we're going to get i think i hope they don't new, um... i think they need to keep summary on old nxt and, and that that kind of stuff is the stuff i want to see still yeah i definitely think they've got a new um outfit person because i noticed uh, rich holland and champa had very similar coats on <laughs> yeah they did jim must have on down at walmart so was there um was there anything else on nxt um, to... I, I know you mentioned Mandy briefly, Fish. I just want to quickly give because I, I could have mentioned her as my uh, story because I thought sh- her and her crew looked um, brilliant on this show. I, I really enjoy that group now. I think Mandy's added a lot to it. Yeah, I, I like Mandy's new look. I really like it. I, I her think... attitude, just the way she wrestled. Yeah, she I, yeah exactly. Really her here. attitude. I just thought she looked good um, against Sarai a few weeks back when she got her face kicked in. But the only problem I have is. They were teasing like she'd have some proper facial damage. Yeah. She just she just changed her hair. She just dyed her hair. Oh, I was like, oh, is that it? Like I, I thought she's gonna come back out with like I thought they're face gonna do, paint or something. Or I like thought they're gonna do mask, full um full dashing Cody mask. Rhodes. You remember the yeah. dashing Cody Rhodes stuff back in the yeah. Day? So I thought they're gonna go do full that. But. but and you don't get very many free women teams in WWE. In fact, 
Yeah. Man, Mandy's team with Sonia and Paige was one of the few, and, and the right the original. Squad. Yeah. But the only ones that come to mind, it's very rare to get a free woman team. So. No, I thought it was, I thought it was really cool. Um, and I think it's perfect. You've got two up and comers that are new, and Mandy, who's been on the main roster, and it's like yeah. a familiar face. And if, it feels very much like how Mandy was brought into the main roster with Paige and two new upcomers. Yeah. So it's almost like she's yeah. gone full circle and now. I, I doing really the like same. it. I, th- I think I they're think... going to be really good together. I yeah. think it's a great trio. And they're yeah. new, fresh. I, I, I was really into Gigi Dolan anyway. Like when she first came in, I was like, she's got something. She's cool. I love she her entrance, cool. mu- her entrance yeah. oh, music. It's great, isn't it? Like yeah. she's got a good look, everything. Like and I, JC Jane, I wasn't so like sure about, but then when they paired them, I was like, okay. And then they've added Mandy to it. And now I'm like, yeah, this is. I think it could be great. really cool. And, there's, and I think it's one of the examples of when I think they, they tend to get moving main roster stars down. Right. They don't seem to get those wrong very often. And this is way more than Mandy would ever be doing on the main roster. She'd be, she'd probably be sat in catering with Dana Well, Brooke. her and Dana Brooke were doing nothing. I mean, she yeah, had a so great this is, with Sonya, but Yeah, this is that. much more what we want to see from... This is this is what Mandy... Mandy is a like, I think she's manager. improved a lot in the ring as well. Yeah. I really like yeah, her Yeah, I remember you used to, used to be a big critic, didn't you, for sure, of her? Yeah, I, I was at the start, but I think she's improved a lot. I think now you look at her strikes and stuff. And I, I love the finisher. She looks, looks really that, that like... running good. knee thing. It's great. Hmm. Right. One thing I think we should mention, um, yeah, just very quickly, is um, we got the in-ring debut of B-Fab, which oh, yes, I was excited did. for. I think the match, I think she looked okay. I think the opponent was wrong. I think I they maybe could <laughs> put wasn't. her against somebody who could have made her look a little bit better. She well, maybe a more established person would have, this, a more established yeah. name. Yeah, for, not, for not, me. Not, this... not, nothing against the rest of herself. It's oh, more, the match, the match didn't nothing. It just looked like it was a it nothing meant match. nothing, but I don't think it was that good. Yeah. She didn't take it as yeah. well as she should. But, but I'm excited me, to this... see more from her. Let's yeah, just have this... a few squash matches, I guess, and build her this way. I, I guess so. This could have been a skid mark for me on any other week. So I, I was so down on I, I thought this was barely a wrestling match. I was so bad, this one. Um, and I think B Fab, I think we all got really into her because I think she's been great on the I love her with, with him. I love her promos. But I like the other guys, like. Um, Ashante and, and Top, Top Dollar. Dollar can wrestle really good in ring. Really, good. obviously Swerve we all know, but Bfab really did not deliver. I'm me. blaming like, the opponent here. I, I'm going to not judge. Maybe, maybe you're right, but I, I, don't, I don't think. Too. I don't think she. Did I think it's because I don't want her to be bad. That's the thing. Because yeah. she's that good at promos. Um, Again, it's, it's one of the things you have to let's see. Let's wait and see. But it, I just it, thought that was worth mentioning. This is a classic example of NXT. Yeah. NXT is becoming more like a developmental again, where we're getting new people and new. People that are a bit inexperienced. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll see these people improve as time yeah. goes on. But and... Top Dollar's one of, uh, Top Dollar, Beef House one of those. Vince sort of we heard her promos, oh, she's great. I watched that match and was like, nope, there's no chance I'm booking on the main roster. There's no chance to be fab. So she, she needs to improve. Maybe, like I said, maybe it's the opponent, but yeah, that's not a good first impression from, from you know, from from me, from Beef Fab. Um, all right, let's move on to AEW, which has been a quieter week, but obviously we recorded um, a day earlier last week, so we've got two Dynamites had a rampage that have happened in the past week. I can't remember last week's Dynamite enough now. We'll just talk about last night's and maybe Rampage, but... Yeah, so should I I kick off it? Because I want to talk about Daniel... Brian Danielson and Kenny It's still Omega. hard. I, I can't get used to calling him that. Well, it's because it's just, it's, it's so it's similar. But yeah, these two um, uh, last night got face to face in the ring. Um, 
I thought Brian's promo was so good. I, I, I'm completely what I expected it to be, but the way he talked down to Callis and like he got Omega to be serious. Um, yeah. It's just great. And I just, I cannot wait for this match. I know it's it's next week. Ne- next week. In, um, it does feel match. like it's been hot-shotted a little bit. But, but it's, it's not a title match next week. No, it's not. Which I actually quite like because it's not AW, It's not an AW's um, booking style to just push someone straight to the title. I say this, and Ruby, but Ruby Soho did win a battle royal, I guess, to, to get the number one contender. But um, yeah, I, I think maybe Brian wins next week. Maybe we get the pay-per-view match, whatever the next... I, is it full yeah. gear in November? I think the next pay-per-view is... Think, actually, it's actually a long so. way off, isn't it? It's a long so, way off. But I, but I think that, that match is so big, it can't... It has to be on a big... I can't believe they're just doing this on a on a Wednesday. I know it's a big show. Like, they've, they've just stacked this card. Absolutely stacked. <laughs> this this Dynamite felt like a setup show for... Yeah, this, this, this was a go-home show. This um, wasn't a show. It was, it, it was a decent show, but it wasn't blow away because next week... Even Rampage and Dynamite. There's a two-hour Rampage next week. Yeah, it's basically um, a pay-per-view next week between the two shows. Between the two shows. The, the card is absolutely stacked. And obviously, nice. this is headlining it. And this could be match of the year. Like it, it, I know it's on TV, not on a pay-per-view, but this is two masters of, like, two people. Some A lot of people would say maybe the two best in-ring workers in the world. Um, yes, it's, hard, it's Certainly hard up there. Certainly up there. And Omega and the, the matches Omega's been having, it's Danielson's first match in AEW. He's going to want to put on an absolute banger, I'm sure. So and I just love how pure this rivalry is. There's no, not much bullshit around it. It's just... What I like is I it's think just been best. between the, the two best. of them. Let's go. Well, yeah, that's, and, that's and I like it's just been between the two of them. We haven't really seen Adam Cole's kind of splintered off into a different feud with Christian and... Yeah, um, Jungle Boy. and Jungle Boy. He hasn't got involved with Brian. Like, and I like that. Because it could have been easy to just throw the two groups up against each other and gone, um, let's just like do that. But they haven't done that. They've, um, you know, they, they've basically gone, let's concentrate on Brian and Omega because they're the two big. And I really like that. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's the biggest match AW can put on. I think this is bigger than Omega Punk. Possibly. For me, possibly. I, think, I think this is huge. I mean, I actually think the Punk hypes died down quite quickly actually i'm surprised of how how i think it's because of these not really i, I don't think food, but i I'm would just... say I, I i was gonna say i you know we weren't gonna discuss punk much today but i think it's a step down of feud to go from derby to what he's doing now oh 100 yeah. yeah and i, I don't team, know if team, that's the right direction team Taz be, it's not a, I, I like ricky starks and i think that'll be a good match if they get to that but i do think i was a little surprised at the direction i thought he'd gone to something bigger um, and it, it feels like he hasn't. I kind of preferred it if they'd have kept Cage in Team Taz and he'd have gone for Brian Cage. I think that would have been better. Yeah, I, I just actually I could have this. This is another skid mark potential. Was that whole promo last week on? I think it's Dynamite last week from Punk. His promo was all right, but it was all like, "Oh, who should I fight next?" To the crowd, like, I just I don't really like that. That's a bit too much. No, bit too much pandering for me. And then Taz gets all like wound up and he's like, oh, what are you saying? Don't mention my name. He's like, I haven't mentioned your name. I just, it didn't make any sense. I was like, this is <laughs> it's such... like a pantomime, weren't it? Yeah. And I was like, why is Taz getting oh, so wound no, up? And I was like, oh. and it's all built up just so we get powerhouse Hobbs to be punk. It's not a big enough match for me for punk. So yeah, I was a bit upset. I know that. it's a filler. I'm sure that's not going to be like, obviously they'll probably do something bigger for the next pay-per-view for punk. 
but I just feel like after the, the, the hype of the Derby stuff, which really delivered and was really good, mm. I feel like they could have... I don't know who, but they, I feel like they could have done a different direction. I think the problem was, because they had Cole debut, and then you've got him doing stuff, you've got Brian debut and throw him straight in. They were like, well, what do we do with him? Because you already have people like um, Malachi Black already in a feud with Cody. You couldn't just ignore that and change that around. So I think they were like, well, who's free? Um, and I also Kazar don't think, I think AW are very cautious of just doing old WWE guys against each other in a feud. They don't want to do... Apart black. from Christian and Matt Hardy. <laughs> yeah, but that's very old school. Like, they, they, don't, <laughs> yeah. they don't want to do Alistair Black for Daniel Bryan. Because some have probably seen it on SmackDown recently, like in the past couple of years. So yeah. I, think, I, think, I think they're trying to keep them as separate as they can. So they've got... Jungle Boy Cold, like an AW lifer. Or I say lifer, it's only been two years, but like Omega <laughs> yeah. Brian. Um, I get he, what you're saying. He, he Darby's Punk. I think they're keeping them all separate. Keeps so, exciting. I like that. Yeah, I think it is. Which, good. I think, I, I think that's exactly matches. what I was just saying about a minute ago about, you know, Brian and Omega being um, one-on-one rather than involving. I think that's maybe why they haven't involved Adam Cole with... Two of the best wrestlers Brian. in the world going mm. at it. Yeah, but I, I think that's why they haven't Cole in there because Cole's faced Brian on SmackDown and yeah, but well, no, it would still feel quite fresh though. It would, but I feel like they they haven't gone. Oh, let's put our two new shiny toy WWE guys against each other. I yeah. think they've gone. Right, we'll keep Cole separate from that. Put Brian with Omega and just make it a one-on-one feud, which I really I, like. I say I really like that rather than involving the whole lot of them because um, too there's too much um, uh, warfare between teams in AEW anyway um, so I'm kind of glad that they've kept them separate I, I just want to also say just on the record I want to keep it I want, I want to make sure this is down down for record I love Daniel Bryan's music Brian Danielson's music I, I, I'm oh a massive my... fan of Adam Cole's one yeah well. everyone oh, seems Adam to be obsessed with Adam Cole's Adam Cole sounds like Brian Danielson's is un- I get it in my head. I'm obsessed with it. I like listen to it. I didn't like it the first time I heard it. Oh. I like it has grown on me. It's like grown that. on me. Really cool. Yeah. Well, this is what's good with the Omega. Um, another thing with the Omega Brown feud is they're just both wearing white t-shirts. Like it's so it's so plain and pure and basic. I love it. Like it's, yeah, just, it's, it's just who's the best it wrestler. Is, it's just it's just all up wrestling. No one's showing off. Like say Don Callis was in his face and he was like, Don Callis Sh- he's like, shut up, shut up, Don. Uh, yeah, I love it because it's just Omega. Omega's just... been saying that he's like the wrestling god, the best wrestler in the world, and Brian's like, mate, I'm yeah. here now. Like, you're not on my level, and it's just what it is. That's what it is. It's just the two best wrestlers having a wrestling match. Sometimes that's all you need. That you don't just... need you don't wrestling, need Charlie. That... Do- you don't I mean, need Charlie cool. dolls thrown in. That's that's my point. You know, from earlier, you don't, you don't need that. You don't Maybe need we'll have Brie Bella come out and um, get, in them, <laughs> get in between them. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, you don't need that. that. Sometimes storyline, don't get me wrong. Sometimes storyline are great when you really do them well. But when it's two wrestlers like that, you don't need it. You Anything just put... with Omega is fantastic. Yeah. He cannot, as a champion, he has not and cannot do any wrong. No, he's been perfect. In my opinion. He? Everything he does is just gold. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you on that so far. I mean, Even when I he's messing around, that he gets like the space jam. Oh, look at the way the, the Christian feud ever. went. We weren't into the Christian feud at all at the start. I was like, oh yeah. no. And then by the end of it, I was loving it. So, you know. So I would probably agree with him. He, he is the best wrestler in the world. <laughs> sorry, oh, well. sorry, Brian. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see after next week. Yeah. Um, so, what, what about you guys from AW in the past week? So, uh, mine's from Rampage. Um, something. I was a little bit disheartened about 
that it wasn't on the pay-per-view. Um, Pack versus Andrade. Oh, yeah, we spoke about it a lot in our preview, didn't we? Yeah, I, I think yeah. we were quite upset, weren't we, actually, as, 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 a, it as a group. It. It's such a hype that Andrade got signed. We were so excited. Um, and for his, he had a lot of promos, and then he got to the pay-per-view, and it, it was cancelled. <laughs> and that was it. We didn't even see him wrestle. Um, I understand keeping him for the for the decent match. I suppose the good, one good thing is you've put two amazing wrestlers together here. Um, I think Pac is amazing in ring, and I think he's slightly underutilized. So he, he I'm is, hoping he gets built from here. A lot of that is because of his unavailability, unfortunately. You know, he gets yeah. travel issues and stuff. I don't think it's yeah. helped him. So just move to USA. He's a brilliant. He's a brilliant he wrestler. I agree here, with you. Yeah. I think he's he needs so to. Good. That needs to get. That situation has to get sorted out because. You can't have stuff like that where you're advertising pay-per-view matches and having to drop it due to that. I, I just don't think it's... It's not the no. first time it's happened, so... But what a match it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was very good. For. It was really a good. good match. Both of them looked really good. And to be honest, the result was obvious to me. And in this... In most matches, I wouldn't agree with it, but I think in this scenario, this was needed. So yeah. neither look bad because I didn't want Pac to lose because I think he's lost far too many times um, yeah, over the last few times he has. he has wrestled so I didn't want him to lose um, I was very surprised when um, Andrade turned on Chavo um, mm, it's interesting I think it's pretty that? cool it uh, t- took me by surprise um, I- I'm quite I was quite looking forward to Chavo staying with him though and cheating uh, to win well, well yeah, I feel like, I feel like Chavo's quite new to the I new to his corner, so I, that's why it surprised me. I, I like, think there's another plan there, and I think I might have said to you guys already uh, before, but I'm so Ooh. sure Rick Flair's coming in. I'm so <laughs> sure we're going to get Rick in, in, Andrade's, in Andrade's corner, and I think that's why they did this angle. Something, something's got to happen there. Um, obviously, nothing happened on. I know you haven't watched Dynamite yet, um, Krusty, but nothing happened with that. He, Andrade wasn't on. Dynamite. So he, he, had, a, he had a promo and he just said, um, Oh, well, yeah. I mean, what he do wasn't, you say? Just nothing. Said, I don't, I don't like happen. people not bear my orders or something. Yeah. What he said. But I think that, I mean, Rick that will... doesn't really fit someone who's going to obey orders. But no. no. What well, I loved this match. I thought in ring wise, it was brilliant, um, delivered massively. And it was on the same night as well. We just watched SmackDown. I watched Steffi at Edge and then watched that afterwards. And I was like, This is, this is great. It's like I'm watching amazing wrestling on TV. Um, the only thing I didn't really like was the finish. Um, and it goes back to a point you made either last week or the week before, Krusty, actually, about, you know, in the um, MJF plus Jericho match, you said you didn't understand when they didn't see the um, yeah. bat, but then they saw the the leg or whatever on the road. Yeah. So the finish of this match, the I, I don't know the other guy's name, so sorry about that. But the, the other guy that's with Andrade, I haven't got a clue who he is. But he was yeah. doing some weird no, stuff at the side of the ring, distracting the ref. So that Chavo could hit him with an iPad or whatever he hit him with mm-hmm. for him to win. And what I didn't understand was Andrade turned on Chavo because he didn't want him to cheat. But the other guy, he was raising his hand. And the other guy was helping him cheat as well. So Yeah, I didn't, again, I, I think didn't... that was I think that was addressed this week when um because he like got the guy by the neck and he was like, Oh, Chavo told me to do it or something. Yeah, I think they kind I guess, of addressed that. I bit. guess they did address it a little bit, but at the time, I didn't, 
I didn't like that. I must. I don't think I saw this Andrade promo, King. I must have either switched you must off. Have skipped past it. It must yeah. have been so quick. It, it, honestly, it was. It was like a minute, maybe. It was very yeah, short. I don't remember it at all seeing it. But um, so th- that has cleared that up a little bit, at least. I would like Chavo to like. stay with him, though. I'm, I'm a little bit sad about that. I know Rick's a big guy. And he's going to bring maybe other fans, but I really would have liked that angle if they'd have done some cheating to win I think Andrade showing off in ring but then doing these little cheats to win at the end I think would have been quite cool I'm just assuming it's wreck here by the way I don't don't know it it just felt a bit soon I mean is this Andrade's first match with Chavo in his corner maybe second like it's very soon to be turning on someone in your corner unless unless he brings him back and it's just that he's subservient to him that was the only reason I think there's got to be more to it because they did it so quickly like they barely let Chavo have a chance really um, which makes me think that there's a, a big plan there. Because if it isn't a big plan, and they're just gone, Andrade, you can have a manager. Oh, no, you can't. Because he had Vic, don't forget, he also had Vicky for about a week at the start. Yeah, he's big so, managers, like, but he, like, I feel business. like if he doesn't get a good, you know, if he hasn't got Rick coming in or something, then the direction for Andrade is a bit odd so far. Um, yeah, but just a positive, this match got like half of the show, which I think is something I mentioned last week. I wanted to see this match. If it's yeah, on, yeah. To, yeah. Get, uh, to get time. And it got about half an hour. So it was a, fa- it was a very, very good in-ring match. Very, yeah. very good. In-ring. Brilliant. Uh, what about you, Fish, from AW? So there was a couple of things that stood out to me. I just want to quickly give a shout out to Malachi. I abs- Malachi Black, when his entrance hits, I am like glued to my screen. It is a phenomenal. I like right, Malachi's Black's entrance. It's how they lights down, then he's and lights on and he's in the corner then lights out and he sat down in the middle of the ring and lights out like yeah it's, it's kind of like, and, and, um, and obviously i liked yeah. um and his I liked mask Ho- is great as i well. liked the segment i like i like the fact he did an in-ring promo which he never does normally they're all backstage kind of in a room somewhere you don't really he actually did a promo in the ring which i liked Knock and, on Co- my and door. cody cody coming down and them having the brawl was really good i just want to say that but the main thing i wanted to discuss maybe was dan lambert um he's been a figure of Mix, he gets a very mixed reaction from people America, as America's top team or something. Yeah, oh, and God. he online, I don't know whether people like him or hate him. He's one of them, he's he's very split down the middle. And I actually really liked this segment. I um, just don't understand why he's so angry. I, I don't think they've been explained. He just turned up one week, like not, not announced, no build up. He's in the middle of the ring. He's just having to go at AW fans and calling AW product rubbish. Yeah, I'm like, what? I, I don't know who he is personally. I don't. I, don't, I haven't got a clue who he is. I don't know why he's so angry, and he's just kept up that level of anger the whole time. I actually I, think I think he's he's quite a good heel promo. He's very. He's but very I, good. I, I do not know why he's here and why he hates AW so much. No, I, I don't. It makes either. no sense to me. But two things I I like about Lambert himself and this segment in particular. I like what I like a lot about Lambert is there is an element of truth about what he says about the product, and I think they know that, and, and it's, they, they're playing line. up on it he when it goes about line, like, he? But he it. you know, when he kills everyone like small, he, he rips them all for being small. He rips them for like, um, you know, kicking out of everything and some yeah, things yeah, like he's that. Like you can jump off like three ladders <laughs> and, oh, through a table. Of course, it's exaggerated, yeah. but he has. It's, it's great. He has got a point, and that's how some people do feel about AEW. Not necessarily me personally, but you hear that is a criticism, and I think they play into that, and I think that's quite good. But what mm-hmm. I also, and I think he delivers his stuff brilliantly, and it's cool that he's got Sky and Page near him now. At least it's AEW talent. Um, although it doesn't make sense because they're not that big. 
I'd rather him have t- like Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs or something that because he's calling everyone small and ripping them and saying I've got proper men with me, but it's it's yeah. Iron Page, which anyway. But I think the perfect person to come out and sort of defend AEW and go against it is Chris Jericho. Yeah, I think it, it made total sense. Um, and then the the promo back and forth was really entertaining between the two of them. Um, thought it was really really interesting stuff um i don't know what the i mean i i think the match is jericho and hager versus sky and page right yeah not that bothered about the match itself no it's gonna be one of those exhibition matches and it's gonna end up with jericho um putting lambert in the balls of jericho or something it's gonna be something like that yeah but i just hope that's end of dan lambert the segment itself and entertained me and now i thought there was some really strong promos on this show um which stood out on mjf i mean he does it every single week his promo on this show was out of this world again I and mean, it's, it's directly crossing the so, line a bit he's, he is he's, crossing the line but. he is like i know he's i know he's old my hill and i i love actually by the way i actually didn't i nearly mentioned this as my point but brian omega was a bit bigger but mjf and brian pillman last week really got me invested like brian pillman i've never been into brian pillman ever and I was like, go on, Brian. I've really got behind him. Yeah. I think he had a really good promo last week. I really, I like this feud as well. It's really brought Pillman up a level. Like, he was yeah. just on dark in a tag team with Griff Gowers, and he was fine. But this now, he feels like a single star. And I yeah. think MJ, the feud with MJF's been brilliant here, building. Yeah. And MJF's promo about, you know, he was talking to his father, and he was looking up at the sky. Then he was going, actually, no, I'll look down here, as if to say he's in yeah. hell. I was like, bloody hell, mate. Like, and he, I know, what, obviously. What does he call his mum? He calls her, like, a... Methany. Her name's Melanie. Melanie. Jesus Christ. He's, he's really go, goes in. Obviously, he? he's obviously got permission to say this from Brian. He hasn't he hasn't said yeah, it. Yeah, I know, so. yeah. But my God. And this is the different this is the difference why, you know, I, I've given Max Custer a little bit of criticism before because he goes in too much, but he goes in too much where it's not he doesn't talk about the, the person when he talks about the person directly, like when he talks about Mox's wife or something, that mm. was good. Oh yeah. It's when he talks about session, stuff that's yeah. nothing to do with the wrestler where I think he falls off a bit and goes too far. Mm. Whereas MJF goes in on the wrestler so hard, but you know that it's fine. And it's like, yeah. that is what I really like about MJF's promos. <laughs> yeah. Was, um, yeah. I, I was a big fan of that. Actually, that was actually one of my so biggest. That and Dan Lambert, the Dan Lambert segment really entertained me, both of them. Yeah. Some good promos. I mentioned mm. heal, heal my... stuff. Just heal yeah, my, 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 Brian Omega was just promos. There's no match yeah. there. Yeah. It's all promo work. The, there were good right. matches on this show, but I didn't think there was anything to write home about. Like, um, I if I I can't even remember matches, honestly. I know we, FTR we had, had last week you had Moxley Suzuki, which had that big Suzuki incident oh, yeah. thing, which I know was a lot of talk online. I didn't really obviously I don't know Suzuki's gonna bother me, but I thought that was a good match. I know you said I think you said last week you may not know Suzuki now, but you will next week. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I do now. I think I, and obviously I quite like him. The the partnership with Archer as well is coming through, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, that is a good one. I didn't know they were a team. Okay, yeah. this, is all, this is all new to me, but I'm I'm kind of <coughs> into it now. I'm kind of into Suzuki, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, I like um, it. It's doing good stuff. And uh, yeah, there was some good... There was some. Uh, the main event on this show was like five, uh, like a two-minute match. Um, it was I really actually, short. I actually didn't make notes for this Dynamite. I didn't. Uh, oh, oh, I did for the show, but not for the match. It was so short. But um, I thought it was a good show, Dynamite. But like I say, it mainly it was more about promos and setting up matches for next week. Um, 
And I thought the stuff they did that set stuff up was amazing. Yeah, it was. All right, so I think that is the week covered. So we're into... It's time. Everyone's favourite segment. Everyone's favourite segment, including the mine. Like mark. a chocolate orange, this is. We've pulled away all the segments. You think I was sponsored all these names? Un- unfortunate bringing up, bringing up chocolate during Skidmark. Skidmark time. We're into the Skidmark. Um, who wants to kick off Skidmarks? Fisher, what's your Skidder? Go on, Fisher, you kick off. So my Skidmark is... It's not something that actually happened on TV, um, but it's something that didn't happen. And um, so SmackDown, I, I praised it earlier for being the best SmackDown I've seen in ages. And so it's kind of contradictory, but it's still, a, I think, a very valid point of you can't do this to your talent. And there was a scheduled, you may not even know this, but there was a scheduled tag match on the show of Carmella and um, Zelina Vega versus Liv Morgan and Tony Storm. Was meant to happen. There was oh, also it's only sort of going face now, is she? I think she was face anyway, but um, oh, she might have been, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there was that segment. There was also a segment between um, Happy Corbin and Kevin Owens, apparently, that got scrapped, but I understand that. But mm. so this is the second week in a row that there's been no women's matches on SmackDown, which I think is a little bit concerning in itself. And both times it's been this been scheduled to happen and it's been scrapped. And I didn't think anything, I didn't even know it was supposed to happen until I, re- I looked on Twitter afterwards and, I, and Zelina Vega, Carmella and Liv Morgan all put angry tweets about it. So I haven't seen anything from Tony Storm. She may have as well, I don't know. But they were all clearly very upset that their match got scrapped. Um, in a big MSG show, you know, it's a big opportunity for them. And, you know, Tony's not really been on TV much. Liv's not been on TV much recently. Um, the other two have been on TV, but Zelina Vega, to not use her on this show, her, you know, this was a 9-11 tribute show. They did three, three 9-11 packages on this show. One at the start, I think one about halfway through, and then another one towards the end. Re- yeah. All the same. They were all the same. So they were making a big deal out of, out of nine, the 9-11 anniversary, which is fair enough. You know, you'd expect that. Um, but Zelina Vega's dad died in 9-11. You know, she was very young when it happened. It's been a very, she was actually on the, on the, I don't know what it was on, but it was on, on the news in America the next day. She was one of the people doing yeah. the tribute, talking on the telly about, you know, she's done loads of stuff about it and to not, and she had an outfit with a tribute to her father on it and to not put her on the show at Madison Square Garden on 9-11 when she'd already, when they'd planned to, I thought was just a dick move. It's just a dick move. I know the yeah. show is great and there's not a loads, there's not loads of segments you think, oh look, they could have cut that. Um, but the even the Edge Rollins match, even though it was amazing, could have been five yeah. minutes shorter. They, they didn't did, need long, did they? It's, it's they, they did like wrong. I said, they, they did three 9-11 re, um thingy tribute packages that were all the same. They could have done one and had the match. They could have that there was a 10-man tag there that was there just to promote a, a basketball player. Um yeah. which was fine, but again. You know, even even the Street Profits Usos match, I think, went ten minutes, and the fact that it ended in a DQ and it was there just to set up Finn Balor coming out at the end didn't need to be ten minutes. So you could have cut five minutes off a off of something and put them on the show. And I just thought, do you know what? That was a bit of a dick move. And the fact that it was the second week in a row where it's happened to the women, it's not a good look. And yeah, on on the on the nine eleven. tribute show for Zelina Vega as well and and that's weirdly now twice that my skid mark has involved the booking of Zelina Vega 
Um, no, you're one I feel bad, like I'm starting to. I still for no. I just feel a bit sorry for her. No, I completely agree. I think she's, she's underutilized. I think she's she, she's lost every uh, match since she's come back. With that situation as well, she definitely should have been on there. Yeah, but I also think that she, um, as a as a wrestler, deserves more time. I, I think she's really good. Yeah, um, make, make sure wonder why she resigned and didn't go with um, well, well, Malachi because, Black because Malachi it was Malachi got fired after she resigned. I'm pretty sure yeah, she wasn't back on TV, but I'm sure she had signed. There was rumours about her re- coming back um, and signing because she had been spotted at the performance center. That was about a month before Alistair Black got fired. Really? Yeah, because she, she didn't then, go on TV until after it. No, and then gone, he got know. fired. Then she debuted, kept losing, and then had that. And I'm like, are they just punishing her at this point? It, I don't know. I just it doesn't. It's a bit. I'm a bit uncomfortable with the whole thing, to be honest with you. And I'm a massive. Maybe I'm a. You know, the the fact is in. I'm a. You know, I'm a huge Malachi Black fan. Unless mm. he's his wife, and maybe I'm just a bit annoyed about how she's getting treated because of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> sticking up for Malachi there. I just, I just I think he bit... needs to stick up for him. Malachi's just... best mate. No, I just feel it's a bit wrong. I just feel it's yeah. wrong. No, it well, is, I think your skid mark um, follows on nicely to mine, talking about the booking yeah, does, women's division. Mm. Mm. So my skid mark this week is NXT 2.0 having this big rebrand. Not only they kind of mess up the, the NXT men's title, in my opinion, you didn't even see the NXT women's title, which I think on a complete rebrand is just completely wrong. Even if it was just a mm. promo or something like that. They did that, do a little video package thing, but that wasn't enough. It's not enough. You no. you need to bring your champion in the ring um, or, or and again, definitely have a match. The match was, was scheduled. Match scheduled. And, and they've done the same thing. Yeah. It always seems to be the women that get cut. And yeah. that you should be If you don't care about your title that much, you need to change your champion. There's a problem. If you don't mm. want your champion on the telly, and the thing um, is, they they've booked Raquel quite well, so I don't think it's an issue with her in this case. But yeah, it's just a funny one. So many weird segments on um, NXT this week. Yeah, um, I I just think they could have. If you're going to rebrand the show and show how you're moving forward, you have to represent the women's division strongly it's, as it's frustrating men's. because i actually think the women's stuff they did on the show all right the B, we talked about the b fab match wasn't particularly good but i get it that showcasing new talent i thought the mandy stuff was really good but why did they prioritize those two matches over Rico, the yeah. women's champion it doesn't make any sense to me well just postpone the monet um gonzalez match and just have gonzalez squash some new talent or something well, like you that even a segment to be like Raquel getting ready, and then we, Regal's like, "Oh, Monet's, um, you know, not here today, so match has to be rescheduled." And then, you know, just something you could could have done something with it, but just to almost ignore it for a week, like, yeah, I think when you're a champion, I think as a rule, you should you should be on TV, if not every week. I think you should be on TV every week if you're a champion, unless you're Brock. Like, <laughs> even if you're Brock, I think like because because a Brock good example be is um. No, I'm just saying he, he never was. No, he's terrible. But I think <laughs> a good a example theory. is uh, Miro. He doesn't wrestle very often, but he's always on the show. He's always doing oh, something. Ro- Roman, Roman's another one, really. Yeah, Ro- and, and, and Kenny. But, and yeah, Kenny. But Roman is like a main champion, though. Miro is like a mid card champion. Okay, yeah, I see. And um, is getting pushed like, I, yeah, like you're right. Raquel's a main champion as well. She's like, she was the only, she was the biggest champion on the show because because there's like NXT not champion. having her one week. But on the rebrand, yeah, a big deal. 
Yeah, yeah, I can agree that, that wedding if, it, if she so missed the random week, you could have cut the wedding. Oh, down. that wedding could have been cut down. Just had 100%. a really small segment. It was a long one, and he didn't need all the priest. There was like pre-segments before it as well, where Damien Priest. I love the bit where Damien Priest walked in, by the way. But <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't need to be there, like <laughs> at all. It's, it's just a needless joke. Like it's all. It's just for a joke. Yeah. His name being Priest. They, they they went for gags over the women's champion being on the show, which is is strange. Yeah, I, I I think it's a great skid mark as well, and I think it, yeah. they're very linked. Mine and your one in a, in a to in take a lot. that skid mark all over the place. Well, I, I, I think I can segue from your skid mark into my skid mark, and I reckon most of you have probably guessed my skid mark because I've mentioned it. I've tried to hold back a few times, but you've von, skidded all von over the Wagner. I feel sorry going in hard on von Wagner, but I'm, I'm going to go in hard on this guy because I just don't I don't get it. By the way, I think I think we our, our recharge wrestle Twitter account has more followers than him. That's how unpopular. That's how nobody knows who he is. Yeah, but we, we, we we are pretty big though. Shout out to the followers. There. Shout out. We are I, pretty big. I, poor guy. That, that, that is I feel, our challenge. I feel bad for him to be honest. That, Maybe we're a... going to be in the main event now. Yeah. <laughs> anyone anyone listening? Make sure you follow and get friends to follow us, so we be, so we stay more popular than than Von Wagner. That's the goal now. That's our challenge. That's against Von Wagner. Recharge wrestle. Yeah, at Recharge Wrestle on Twitter. Make us more popular than Von Wagner. It isn't hard. But, so, why is he in this match? I just don't get it. Like, all he did was he walked into the room after Kyle O'Reilly got attacked. And no one, I didn't know who that I did. I barely even noticed someone walked in the room when that segment came up. No, because of stupidly as well. They put it in a, like, a picture yeah, of it was show, like, like a CCTV camera in the top and like we didn't yeah. know who he was. It's just some random guy. It could have been a trainer walking in. I didn't know who it was. Yeah, I, I have I, no idea who it was. I and then Regal's like, oh, so Von Wagner walked in, so he gets a match. What? Why does? Why is he getting a title match? Like, and if he hadn't, Bron Breaker would have made complete sense. Yeah, Bron Breaker. Put someone new in there. Anyone, anyone yeah. on the NXT roster. Carmelo Hayes has a contract. Get Carmelo Hayes in there. That's another thing that's going to wind me up, by the way, because I think he's going for the tag titles. And why would he do that? Yeah. But we'll yeah, get, I, I, that's again, a separate point. I, I think there, are, I think it was a storyline. I think that Trick Williams is a bit tricky. Just, <laughs> just FYI. But um, this Von Wagner guy, I just don't get it. And then I don't even think. And I think maybe I'm, I'm clouded by how wound up I was by him being in this match. But I didn't think he looked very good. And I think it's just, just because I yeah. didn't want I, him to be there. So I bad. think he was a victim of because the crowd as well were not into him. Well, because a, why was he there? What a terrible way to. He, he nearly won at roster. one point, and I was looking at the crowd, and like there were people like headed in their hands. Like, oh my god! If he had won the title, I might not have been here tonight. I might have flown to Florida. I might, I might have been done with NXT. Fucking... I might have been done with it. Oh, if he'd have won the god, that would wound me up so much if he'd have won the match. But I tell you what, I was worried he would because I was like, "Well, Ellen Knight's not winning because he's already lost tonight." I thought Dunn and Champa. I actually thought originally they were in the match because they're in a feud. I thought that's why originally. So I my pick to win was Carl O'Reilly because I thought Carl O'Reilly or LA Knight, but LA Knight lost in the night, so I thought he wasn't going to win. And I thought, oh, Champer and Dinah here just to extend their feud. Not of them are going to win the title, I don't think. So then I'm like, Von 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 Wagner could win this, just be, just be, you know, it's like a rocket out of his ass. And yeah, I just I didn't like him. Anything about his name, by the way. Von Wagner again. They changed. He. I didn't realize he's actually. I have seen him before because he's Cal Bloom. Do you remember uh, Cal Bloom? Have you ever seen him? He's been on. I think is that, he's been um, on. NXT. Is he related to Matt Bloom? Yeah, the, um, A Train. Yeah, that is an A Train. I thought it was as well. That's oh, um, is it not? different. Matt Bloom oh. was a wrestler 
in WWE. Matt Bloom is his um is his dad. And Cal Bloom I thought Matt Bloom was A train. He might he might be, I don't know. Um but anyway, that's his son. But Cal Cal what's wrong? I mean Cal is a bit of a silly name. Uh, anyone called Cal or Cali is, is a bit of an idiot. Yeah, yeah I no. completely agree with that one. <laughs> um, no, but Cal, nowhere. Cal Bloom doesn't Arcane sound like a wrestling Rip. name. Cal Bloom doesn't sound like a wrestling name, does it? But no. But um, certainly von Van, Wagner. Von Wagner makes no sense. Like, why is he suddenly? He sounds like German or something. Why is he? he sounds like a. Count Dracula's cousin. Maybe that's what we're going to get. Maybe and, and it looks something. like it as well, by the way. Give me a promo. Give me a match. Give me a vignette. Give me something to understand why this guy's in a match other than the fact he walked into the room after he got attacked. It's I think if they were going to joke, if they were going to do something, and then to, he beat uh, up to take someone, night, which makes it even worse. To take someone out of the match, they should have. If you wanted to take Carl out of the match so you could have a surprise entrant or something new happen, you could have either put Bron Breaker in there because he won earlier in the night. You could have had someone like Walter like come in. That would have been amazing. That oh, would that, cool. have blown the roof off. Or you could have even had someone like a main roster person come in from, you know, you do a match Prince in NXT. Randomly yeah. go in. Yeah. If he Kevin Owens. Yeah. Kevin. Sammy Zane. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just throw someone like that in a big name who's been big in NXT before. I mean, Kevin Owens has already gone back. But me. I know that might have been like, oh, I'd they might, be in that they match, should obviously. probably win, but they don't have to win. You could have just thrown them in for like a cool thing, and they could have lost. Man. They could have lost <laughs> and put over. You know, they they could have put overly a new, the new champ. Instead, LA Knight took his second pin of the night. No, no I'm disgusted with that. That is two, two in one night. And can I just say, surprise, surprises only work. If we know who the fuck the guy is, who's a surprise? Yeah, they don't work if it's just a random guy off the street you've picked up. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like throw in someone, any any anyone. Do you I know what I, I read? I read a report less. after after this as well um, that Vince McMahon apparently is really really high on this guy and yeah. sees him as a WrestleMania main eventer. Jeez. And I was like, not with that <laughs> name, Ian. He, not with he, that name. He can't even main event NXT. I know it's only night one, but... I mean, I he literally he, did, but... I, yeah. I, I think he, he's going to be good, index. but he should not have been in that match. The match wasn't yeah, I, right. It's nothing against him. Everything about that he, was not I right. don't think he was bad. He yeah, didn't stand out the tournament, like you said. If they did a tournament over yeah, four won weeks, a couple. and he was in the tournament and went up to the finals, then that would have been fine. Yeah. Because we could have seen a bit about it, but sticking him in the match... Even, honestly, Krusty, even have the night that's happened the exact same way, but just have him be the one to look impressive and beat Ellie Knight first match. It wouldn't make yeah. any sense because he was fighting him again later, but like then, like I say, Bron Breaker, if he'd have gone in there, we'd have all been like, oh, Bron Breaker, actually, yeah. I only just met him, but he seems like he's fits in this match. At least we'd have seen him wrestle and win a match. Yeah, and look impressive. Know? And yeah. just well, he, he, We'd never seen this guy before, other than if you've seen Cal Bloom wrestle, which isn't the same, he's, technically he's not seen, the same character, right? Seen, so, yeah, we've seen Cal Bloom. No one, he's no been on... I, think, I think been, Cal Bloom even exists as a name. But like this guy... Cal Poo. And, and also, can I just say, I feel really bad for Von Wagner as well here because I'm here slating him. I don't know him. And there's going to be a lot of people slating him. He's... He coming on an, on a no win basis. Like, how is anyone going to get behind him and support this guy? The immediate reaction from everyone is going to be, "What the fuck? Who's this guy?" Like, there was a lot of Twitter reaction. I looked straight after that because yeah. I I was 
I I was boiling point after that after I saw him in the main event or in a title match, and I think he genuinely I think not his own fault, but I think he brought the title match down to a level where it didn't feel like it belonged as a title match. Like NXT title matches are like you know Cole O'Reilly, Cole um, Champa, Champa Gargano, all these Joe Bala, all these great matches NXT title matches you look back on, and this one honestly is probably bottom like i can't think of a entire match worse than this entire match and i think it's because a big part in this because of this guy it just didn't feel like a title match this felt like the main event of the show after joe after yeah. the title. i know god we got in such a big class to smurge joe won the title and now i I, to... I feel sorry for him because i feel like this is already like i i, I I know it's only week one, but I would be impressed if they can turn this round quickly with this guy because I, I really think it's going to be hard to get him, get people behind him. Yeah. After this introduction, I really think, I really think it's a struggle. So sorry, Von Wagner. I'll probably, we, Mina, maybe I won't mention you again. Maybe I'll let you off next week, but God almighty. What an introduction to, to our TVs. Good skid, Mark. Thank you. We're all skidded out now, I think. So is that the end of, end of the podcast, show? podcast, guys. I think that is the end of the show. Right, well, uh, I'll do the um, the uh, end bits then. So that's it um, this week from the Recharge Wrestling Podcast um, from us, Keeney, Fisher and Krusty. Uh, the most electrifying podcast you'll hear all week. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Recharge Wrestle. Um, you can feel free to interact with us. We ask questions quite a lot, do polls, um, yeah. You can always interact with us on on, on that account. Uh, also, um, don't forget to follow Robot Repu- at Robot Republic underscore. underscore. Yeah. underscore. underscore. We are part of underscore. the Robot Republic Robot Republic community. They have a lot of great podcasts as well on there to do with gaming, horror, and they've got a new podcast called Intel and Nerdverse, um, which I'm sure is going to be very good as well. So all things uh, nerdy. Yeah, feel free to check that one out. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, so this, as I say, this is the most electrifying podcast you'll hear all week. We are Recharge Wrestling, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.